Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 52 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're going to talk about these shows from Friday, July 14th through today, Sunday, July 16th. So we'll just get right into it. We'll kick it off with the Friday show. So we'll start with Dragon Gate, King of Gate, Night 4. So we kick it off with a champion first champion match. Open a Barefoot Gate champion, Ishin. The beam one-third of the Open and Triumph Gate champions, Meteor, via Jinju, 7 minutes and 56 seconds. So he will face Suji Kondo in the second round. Uh, Taito is with C. Pratsis, Shunsuke Akankai, Devin Rai Fuda, and Kaito Nagano via Lariat. Four minutes and 53 seconds. Excuse me. First round of the 2023 King of Gate tournament. Open to 20 Gate Champion Suji Kondo, Devin Strong Machine J via Candy Magic. Eight minutes and 26 seconds. So he'll face Big Boss Muju in the second round. First round match. Another first round match. Yuku. Yuki Yoshioka defeating Jackie Funk may be a flashbang. 9 minutes and 53 seconds. He'll face Dragon Kid in the second round. 6-man tag team action. We have gold classes. Open to Triumph Gate Champ Kota Minor, BB Hulk, and Ben K. Defeating M3K's Open to 20 Gate Champ Shimushu Mosuki, Misaki Mosuki, and Mosuki Jr. Free Golden Rose on Jr. 8 minutes and 21 seconds. 8-man tag team match with D-Couragers. Open to Dragon Gate Champ Madoka, Kiti Yuta, and Dragon Dia. Team with the Dragons, all 12 and Dragon Kid. Defeat Natural Vibes, Kazi, Big Bosch, Mushu, and Jason Lee. Who's here with Shahiko Boy, Fiat? DTTTT, on Shahiko Boy, 9 minutes and 47 seconds. And the final first round match with Ohio defeating UT, 13 minutes, 31 seconds via Nico Tamahashi. He'll face Kazi in the second round. So, the second round match, I'll just talk them very quick. So, the July 15th, it was supposed to be Dragon Dia versus the winner of Yamato Don Fuji, but Yamato Don went to a 15 minute time limit draw in the first round, so he gets a bye to the quarterfinals. Yuki Yoshioka versus Dragon Kid, and Big Boss Moves versus Open to Twain Gate Champ Yasushi Kanda. And then on July 16th, that'll be today, Sunday, which I'll talk about when we get to that portion. Hayo versus Kazi. So, actually, I'll bring it up here. So, it was supposed to be Ben K versus Open to Twain Gate Champ Yasushi but Ben K was not feeling well. So, unfortunately, he had to. He was missing Saturday's show, but he wasn't getting any better, so he had to forfeit his second round match. So, Suzuki gets a bye to the quarterfinals. And Takashi Yoshida first open a drink game in Maduka Kyuta. And then tomorrow, Monday, July 17th, final two, final second round matches. We have Punch Tamanaga versus open a triangle game in Kota Minor, and Suji Kondo versus open a verification game Ishin. So, that is your second round matches, but that is Dragon Gate. And we go to GCW's now and forever. So we can go with a fail five match. Charles Manson defeat Alex Price, Brain Tune, Cole Ruddock, and Marcus Mathers. Eight minutes and nine seconds. Mixed tag match with Matt Cardona and Seth Delaner defeating Bussy, Ellie, and Ellie Catch. Ten minutes and seven seconds. Triple threat match. Gringo Logan defeat Commander and Aziz. Nine minutes and one second. Mance Warren defeating George Shelf. Sixteen minutes and 43 seconds. For the GCW tag team dolls, East West Express, Dick Swain, and Jordan Oliver. Retains over the Booker's Amazing Rains of Brian XL, 16 minutes and 56 seconds. Mikey Ito defeating Billy Starks, 15 minutes and 16 seconds. Mike Bailey defeating Yoshi Iko, 23 minutes and 28 seconds. Six-man tag match with Grim Reefer, Homicide, Matt Tremont, defeating Love Masados, Cyclops, Mio Extremo, who's with Jimmy Lloyd, 12 minutes and 57 seconds. For the G7 World title, Blake Christian defeating Mile, 14 minutes and 21 seconds. And the main event, Yutami Hayashista defeating Love Festo, 16 minutes and 36 seconds. So it's GCW. And then we'll go to NXT level up where we had Brooke Shenzhen, Josh Braves, Defeen Kale Dixon, and Luca Chris Avino, 4 minutes and 46 seconds. Fellow Team for us, Defeen Lola Vice, 4 minutes and 59 seconds. And the Maven Axiom, Defeen Tavon Heights, 7 minutes and 5 seconds. So that was NXT level up. And now we will go to uh, SmackDown. We'll kick it off with Bianca Belair. Makes her way down to the ring. It's just good things coming for those who wait, but it's hard to find all that fight. She says, tonight is the night. And she finally gets her woman's title rematch. She says her name. She says, patience is a fair drill, but vengeance is sweet. And Asuka gets what's coming to her when she loses her woman's title. Then we hear the music of Charlotte Flair. She makes her way down to the ring. She says, Belair got fired up and tells her, she thinks Bianca's going to win. Then says Bianca will come the new women's champion, and she wants no confusion as to who's next in line. Belair says everyone knows where the line starts and where Flair is, and Flair says it will be the second, be the two of them who will meet for the women's title at SummerSlam. Belair says nothing will be bigger than the two of them meeting for the title at SummerSlam. I got to ahead myself. 
if she wins, if Flair agrees for the challenge, Belair says she's right for Asuka, and then they shake hands. And then we go backstage, we see the champion watching. Then we go to our first match of the show, Pretty Deadly, Kit Wilson and Ellen Prince go against Braun Brutes, Sheamus, and Rich Holland in some tag team action. So we kick this match over. Elm Prince slides to the outside of the ring. So Sheamus drags him inside the ring, reigns of right hands. Prince hops in the ring to save Wilson, but Sheamus plants him and does the same to Wilson. He dumps Wilson out of the ring and it plants Prince with a clothesline and takes Holland. He hits a splash and then Sheamus falls up with a body slam. Holland hits a right hand for Wilson, takes in. Pretty daily double teams on Holland. Wilson lands a form, then takes Prince back in. Prince wears down Holland, then takes Wilson in. Pretty daily double teams on Ridge, but Holland comes back with a double back bodger to both men and then takes Sheamus back in. Sheamus. Sheamus dumps Wilson out of the ring and then delivers the 10 beats of the budget to him as Holland does his own version of the move on Prince as we go to commercial break. When we come back from break, Wilson hits a running uppercut to Will to Holland's door before Prince takes in and wears down Sheamus, then takes Wilson back. And Sheamus hits a kick, but Sheamus gets him in the left chair position and implants him. He looks to take Holland, but Prince pulls him off the apron. Wilson delivers a neckbreaker, climbs to the top of Sheamus catches with a knee, takes in Holland. Prince takes in, catches Pretty Daily with a series of back body drops and power slams, and it takes her and splashes him in opposite corners. He suplexes Prince on top of Wilson before hitting a fisherman bust around Prince. Wilson drags Prince out of the ring, but Sheamus takes up Pretty Daily and gets Prince back in the ring. Holland delivers a slice into Prince, goes for the cover, but Wilson breaks up the pin. Sheamus takes him out with a bro kick, and then as Prince unties the turnbuckle, He's in Holland's crashing face first, and he comes to top rope and connects with a leg drop for the victory at 10 minutes and 27 seconds. Fun little opening tag match. I just won 6 out of 10. And after the break, we get hit to a video recap of why I'm driven over his trial in travel court last week. And then Michael Court provides a medical update on Jimmy Uso, since he'll be out of action for the stable future as the result of a rupture rib. Then we go backstage, Charlotte Flair is, has suitcase in her hand, and she runs down and appears. She explains she's leaving the arena ahead of the women's title match later in the show because she's confident she'll get her match with Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. Before Damage Control walks in, Bailey says Charlotte is a new owner who's confident as Eos brings attention to her money in the big briefcase, and then Flair changes her mind and then decides to stay. And speaking of Damage Control, we'll go to the second match now. Bailey. The leader of the Irish Control goes with LW Selena Vega. Bailey sends Selena into the middle of the turn, will go face first for the Ash spells to the outside. She sends her crash in the announce table first before she looks to drag Selena back in the ring, but Selena catches her with a few forms, comes to the top rope, hits a meteor, falls with a hurt corrupt, followed by a twisting neckbreaker. Bailey sends Selena face first, bounces off the top rope, and then follows by with the rose plant for the victory at two minutes and two seconds. I guess one four out of ten. And then after the match, as they're leaving, we see Chauncey Black appears on a time drone and asks Bailey if she thinks she's really scared of her before she grabs a razor and she's just in control for shaving her shaving her hair off. There we go. Couldn't talk there. And by the way, the reason she did though is because her sister unfortunately does have cancer. There is a GoFundMe uh blink up or on social media. Please donate to that. I hope Chauncey's uh sister kicks cancer's ass. But that is the reason why she shaved her head, just because anybody might, might have not heard. And then Jay Uso says, sorry, Jay Uso makes his way out of the ring. And then he says himself and Jimmy were inseparable growing up. He says having brothers is a great thing, but something being twins makes it special. He says he's sad if Jimmy's sad. He's happy if he's happy. Angry if he's angry. Hurt if he's hurt. He says he never thought he'd be hurt by a family member in a million years. He says he respects all of his family members, except for Roman Reigns, Solis Nicole, and Paul Heyman. He says he is the real tribal truth. Chief, before he continued, Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa appear. Heyman says Sokoa is not here to enforce Heyman's will or victory for the bottom line, but rather peace. He tells Jay he'll be stepping in the ring and nothing will happen. They'll just be talking. He informs them that there will be a coming face-to-face -face Roman next week on SmackDown to discuss the rules of engagement. For now, they're just here to chat. Heyman says Jay is sounding more and more like a tribal chief every single day, but he has no self-awareness and doesn't have the consciousness needed to be the right-hand man. He tells Jay what happened to Jimmy. It's all his fault, and he was the one who opposed Roman. He sends a message directly to Jimmy. In reality, it's his point. Tell him what happened to him is his twin brother. He questions how anyone Jay's family will ever be able to forgive him, and then pass it over to Mike the Soul after he calls for it. He tells what happened to Jimmy is his fault, and he can never forgive Jay. So Jay has enough and hits a form to Solo. He super kicks him out of the room before he goes to face to face with Heyman. He gears up to attack Heyman, but Solo blindsides him, fires a bunch of stops. But Jay comes back with some right hands. Super kick to Heyman and then a tope suicide to Solo on the outside. He eyes the chair in the middle of a 
picks it up to try to stare at Heyman. It looks like he's going to hit it with him, but Solo comes back and forces both of them to retreat to close that statement. No, really enjoyed this segment. I can't wait for the match at SummerSlam. And then they're face-to-face next week on SmackDown. So this next match is the first of two semifinal match of U.S. Tournament. It, they didn't technically say it was an invitational, but it's basically a tournament. So they're doing two field, this one on this show, one on the July 21st episode of SmackDown, and then the two winners of those will meet on the July 28th episode of SmackDown determine the next time we'll get for Austin Theory's U.S. title. So the first semifinal match is Santos, Escobar, AJ Styles, Butch, and Grayson Waller. So Waller hits a right hand to Butch, then he dares AJ and Santos Escobar to come at him, but he slides out of the ring, so Butch blindsides him off the ring steps as Escobar and Styles take turns rolling each other up. Styles sends Escobar over the top rope, and then Butch takes him down. He gets in the ring and exchanges right hands with Styles before Waller rolls them both up for a two count, and so both of them take Waller out. Escobar goes fine off the top rope, takes him both down, hits a kick to Waller, and hits a chop. Butch catches Waller with a German suplex, stomps on his hand. Styles takes him out and hits a pale kick to Escobar, Escobar to break. After the commercial break, Waller falls on knees on Butch's head before he delivers a kick to Escobar's midsection, then grabs Butch's head and gets in his face. Butch peels Waller's hand off his head, snaps his fingers, but Waller catches with a back body drop, sends him out of the ring. Styles hits a fall to Waller, falls with a short breaker. Goes for the cover, but Butch broke it up at the last second. Escobar delivers a chop to Butch, sets him on the top rope, delivers an integrity, then hits a hurricane to Butch on the stalls, but Stalls push, pins Butch for a two count. So Butch hits an integrated Waller and Escobar on the top turnbuckle. AJ joins the fun, and Escobar pulls all three men down with a sunset of triple powerbomb. That was a pretty cool spot. Then delivers a running knee to Waller, and then followed by the Phantom Driver. Goes for the cover, but both Styles and Butch broke up the pin. So those three men start doing strikes in the middle of the ring before Butch hits an integrated to Stalls and Escobar. Escobar looks to go flying, but Butch catches with the right hand for a two count as Grayson broke up the pin. So Waller dumps Butch out of the ring, looks for a close by Butch ducks and hits a moonsault off the ropes. Escobar hits a toe plate suicide to both men, sends Butch back in the ring, gets him on the shoulders while Stiles catches both men with a phenomenal form, and then tries to hit Butch with the Stiles clash. Carrie Cross appears on Tronton and takes out Carl and Luke Gallus, the good brothers. He slides out, so AJ slides out of the ring and rescues his teammates. Back inside the ring, Waller hits a rolling stunner to Butch before Escobar comes off the top rope with a frog splash onto Waller to get the win at 12 minutes and 35 seconds. Easily best match on the show. I guess one 7 out of 10. So Escobar will meet the winner of next week's Field 4 match on the July 28th episode of SmackDown. Then after break, we see the OT checking out on each other. Still, says things are up between him across before he'll get him back. Then we go outside the arena, we see Street Profits is meeting a limo. Then once the limo arrives, the driver opens the door. It's the returning Bobby Lashley. He merges and they greet one another. Lashley has to ready to talk, and Street Profits get into his limo. I could get behind this uh, trios, this group here. Maybe his purpose is 2.0, maybe, but we'll see in the coming weeks. And we hit the videos from Rey Mysterio, Kim Grimes, and James ahead. Their other semifinal match of the United States Tunnel Contenders Tournament. And the fourth participant in that match, along with those three men, is LA Knight. He makes his way down. He's on the ramp. He calls for his music to be cut and says he's everywhere all of a sudden. He says everyone wants to put his username to get views and click on the internet, but he's his best decision that he's ever made. He says no one back there could touch him and says Austin Theory's USL is in trouble. He says he's come for Theory into the title, and no matter what you call him, you'll be calling him champ soon. The close of that statement. And then we go to our main event of the show for the women's title. Asuka defenses Bianca Belair. This is a WrestleMania slash Night Champions rematch. Excuse me. Asuka sends Belair crashing in the map before Belair comes back with a short tackle, but Asuka hits a hip attack in the corner. Belair sends Asuka in the turn to face first, tries to go for KOD, but Asuka escapes, hits a coat breaker as Shutter Flair appears in the crowd with a ticket in the hand as we go to break. By the way, damage control before Charlotte came out, they were in the front row as well. We came back. From break, Balor hits a single leg draw kick. Furkle Supplies then follows up with the Hamspring Moonsault for a two count. Asuka connects with a draw kick off the top rope before Balor lets go flying off the ropes, but Asuka catches her with an Asuka lock. Bianca catches her with a pinfall, but only got a two count. Ashes go to the outside as Asuka looks for a slide knee off the apron, but Balor catches on his shorts and hit, delivers a KOD on top of the announce table. We see damage control hops over the barricade and they try to catch EOS guy's briefcase, but Charlotte hops the floor. Barricade and catches Bay with a big boot. Eo steers on Bianca as Charlotte tries to spear Eo, but Eo moves out of the way and hits 
Bianca with the spear, so the referee calls for the bell. So Balor does win by DQ at 9 minutes 1 second, but does not win the women's title as titles cannot be changed on disqualification. So due to that, Asuka does retain. Overall, not a bad maven. I've I seen better from these two ladies. I just won 6 out of 10. Honestly, out of the three, this is probably their weakest one. If I had to go, or I say WrestleMania Night Champions in this one, if a if I had to pick the three, that's the three. That's the order I go in. And then after the match, Bailey recommends that EO catches her briefcase. So EO listens to her. She goes to hand the briefcase over to the referee. But before the official bell happens, Asuka spits blue mitts into Bailey's face, slips over the ring with her woman's title. The close of this week's SmackDown. Overall, not a bad. Um, lost my word in there. Not a bad SmackDown. Honestly, I just want. Overall score, I say 7 out of 10. Honestly, the only match I recommend is the Fatal 4 match. Close second would have been the women's title if we didn't have all that uh, damage control Charlotte interference. But honestly, that, the, if the Fatal 4 is the only one I recommend checking out. And like I said, only match made next week, as of right now, is the other semifinal match of the number one contender tournament. Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Cameron Grimes, and I Knight, the winner will meet Santos Escobar. And also, we got Jey Uso and Roman Reigns to have a face to face for rules of engagement. So that's SmackDown. And now we will go to AEW's Rampage. First of three shows of the weekend. So we kick it off with Tag Team We had Natural Limitless, Dustin Rhodes, and Keith Lee. Go against Jericho Priest Society's Matt Menard and Angel Parker. Keith Lee hits a double chop to Angel Parker. So Matt Menard takes in. If Lee catches JS with a body slam each. Before Dustin Rhodes takes in and hits a pair of arm drakes to Menard. Delivers the leg drop to his arm and stomp to the midsection. He ran some right hands on Menard in the corner, does the same thing to an inferior Angel Parker. Dustin is sent crashing to the floor as Parker sets up in the barricade spine first. So Angel becomes legal and hits a series of shoulders to the midsection, and then Menard takes back in since Dustin crashing into the corner and takes Angel back in. Parker wears down Rose, takes in Menard and JS, do some double team on Dustin before Menard goes for the cover, but Dustin kicks out at two as we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Dustin hits it back. Body drop to Parker. Hits a power slam to Menard and takes in Lee. Lee hits alternate splashes to JS in opposite corners. Then he throws Angel Parker on top of Menard and then chucks his own tag team part on the JS on his BS. JS tries to hit their double team DDT finisher. They do. Sorry, they hit it. And then it goes for the cover. Keith Lee broke up the last second. They look slow. Dustin puts up to him. Remember, but chokes his Parker on top of Menard and gets him on the shorts and plants it with the Boston Supernova for the victory at 9 minutes and 49 seconds. Fun little opening tag match. I just won 6 out of 10. And then our second match of the show, Tyler Falker goes by Izzy McQueen. This match only wasn't really a match. <laughs> she hits her with a spear and then curse stomp for the quick win at 24 seconds. Since it's under a minute, I can't really rate this match, so I'm going to give this one N.A. Then after the match, Dale casts his woman's shame, Tony's on his array marched down to the ring. Tony congrats Taya on her win, and since she has been getting a lot of those lately, she's been losing so much, she's a loser, and she's a loser for being Canadian. Taya tells her she needs to be worried about the, her woman's title, and storms that she's beating everyone. Taya says she's never stepped foot in the same ring, and storms that she has the opportunity. So she challenges to a woman's title match at Battle of the Belt 7, and Tony accepts... And speaking of accepting uh, challenges for titles, after the break, Hook accepts Jungle Boy's challenge for the FTW title on Dynamite this Wednesday. And if we go to our third match of the show, Lance Archer, who we haven't seen in AEW in, like, forever, goes against Trent Barretta. So Archer sends Barretta crashing in the map for he whips him into the corner, hits his stomp, and then lands several right hands, uh, forms. Archer tells Barretta it's his ring, looks the powerbomb, but Barretta slips out of his grabs and low bridges him to the floor. Falls out with a baseball draw kick, looks for a toe place to his seat, but Archer catches him. Barretta escapes, hits a knee, hits a moonsault off the ropes for Jake Roberts, hits a cheap shot to him. Well, Archer tries referee, and it falls out with a clothesline as we go to a commercial break. We come back for break. Barretta hits Archer with a sentiment top turnbuckle and lands a half and half suplex. Falls out with a knee and apologize for a two count. So he Barretta starts hitting forms to the face of Archer. He hits an insecurity and runs for us, but Archer catches with a body block, and then Barretta hits another knee, climbs the tower, but Archer sends him crushing that with a knee and hits blackout and then follows up with the Lariat for the victory at 8 minutes and 4 seconds. I actually really enjoyed this match. I just want 6 out of 10 as well. 
In an after match, Archer hits a kick to Taylor. Green Chuck Taylor grabs my phone. Roberts. He calls out international champ Orange Cassidy to the ring to get him a shot at Bell the Belt Seven, unless he wants him to continue to beat both of them down. So Cassie comes out and it obliges. So Archer looks at the tab, but Jake tells him talks him out of it and wait till tomorrow night. So spoiler, that's our three tall matches for Bell the Belt Seven. Honestly, I'm sorry. The Bell the Belt shows are so useless. Honestly, I I don't think we even need them. Those shows, if I'm being honest. So before the, the fourth match of the show, Don Calgar's a microphone says can always get to catch this opponent is Kenny Omega's friend and first train partner. He says Omega needs to be surrounded by his friends. So we go to that match. Can always get a catch. It goes on Metello. The catch goes after Metello. Lance a boot crosses people and Metello far as well with a kick to the midsection. Runs for us, but the catch to catch with a layer and ran some right hands. Metello delivers a dragon screw to catch his knee, hits a draw kick to the knee, falls away a German suplex. End up on the ropes and the catcher hits a delay vertical suplex off the middle rope, then hits a senton for the victory at four minutes and seven seconds. I just went four hours. Honestly, this did not need to go four minutes. And then we go backstage. Renee Forget is with the Dark Order, and she asks him why they turn it back on Heyman Page. John Silver expressed their frustration with being abandoned by him, so Evil Uno says you're either with them or against them. And finally, we get some teal Dark Order we haven't seen in a long time. And then it's time for the main event of Rampage, the fifth final match, the semi-final match of the 2023 Women's Ellen Hart Cup. Will Nightingale goes well ring of our women's champ Athena. The winner will meet Roby Zuho on collision in the finals. Excuse me. Nightingale sends it the aggression in the mat for the lockup for Nightingale. Hits a short tackle to Athena. But he comes back with a short tackle, but Nightingale hits Tierra's and I will strike. Athena slides down the ring, but Will chases her back and sends her knee bounce off the middle rope before hits a snapper and a kick to her spine, followed by shotgun draw kick as we got to a commercial break. After the break, Nightingale hits a shorter pound to Athena, falls over the pair of layers and a hip attack before getting that two count off a spine buster. So Athena rolls up Nightingale for a two count for her own, then plants her face first and hits a running elbow. They go back forward, shots for Nightingale, hits a body slam, looks for a senton. Athena rolls out of the way, hits a staying shooting star press, and logs that cross face. But Will go. Nightingale, sorry, counters into a pin for a two count. She charges at Athena, but Athena catches her with a spear, looks for the wrath of the goddess, but Will counters into a roll for the victory at 10 minutes and 36 seconds. Easily best match on the show. I just won 7 out of 10. And Will, go, Will Nightingale gets a chance to win the 2023 Women's Olympic America, but she has to get the result in the finals. But overall, overall Rampage... Also, I didn't really enjoy this one. I mean, it wasn't too bad. I shouldn't say I really enjoyed it. Oh, I give it a five or six, honestly. And only fight to pick. You know what? Just check out the women's main event. Also, that's the only match I can recommend. I say Archer and Bro would probably be close second, but that's really it. So that was AEW. But yep, yeah, out of those matches, that's the only one I recommend checking out. So that was AEW. And then we will go to this Saturday, July 15th show. So we will kick it off with Tokyo Joshi's Pro Wrestling's Tokyo Princess Cup Night 1. So we kick it off with Tag Team Major, Nyawaka Yahira, and Hamurar defeating Haru, Kajasaro, and Rina Okaboy via sleeper hold 6 minutes and 45 seconds. Kaya Torabami defeating Shino Suzuki via Birdcage 5 minutes and 20 seconds. Six women Tag Team Major, free Wi Fi, Hekari Noah, and Noah Katayuta. Team i uh, sorry, Endo defeating Yuki Kamafuku, Marihiro Kuro, and Toga via running neck breaker, 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Eight women tag to match. We got interna International Princess Chain Rhea Tatsuzumi, Mai Watanabe, Suzume, and Hurinigo defeating Sh Shoho Nakajima, Yuki Ino, Raku, and Palm Harajuku via twist of fate, 13 minutes and 42 seconds. And then the light, these last two matches are first round matches of the uh, Tokyo Princess Cup. So what they're doing, the first four nights, all first round matches are two per night. So the first one, we have Mocha, Mayamoto defeating Harper Masafi at zero kick, nine minutes and 36 seconds. In the main event, non-title, Yamashita defeating Princess of Princess Masuki via skull kick, 16 minutes and 11 seconds. So she'll face Mocha Mayamoto in the quarterfinals. So that's Tokyo Joshi. And we'll go to Pro Wrestling Noah's one night dream. 
So we kick it off with Kyle Fujimori to be you Owada. Via Boston Crab, 5 minutes and 53 seconds. 6 minutes tag to match with good looking guys. Anthony Green, Johan Tedeschi. Defeating Super Crazy, Jimmy Wang, and Stallion Rogers via Face G on Super Crazy. 7 minutes and 40 seconds. Jazzy Yang and Mayuki Takasazi. I do apologize for butchering that name. Defeat you and Hazabiz Myth via Moonsault. 9 minutes and 46 seconds. 8 man tag to match in future in the 8 men. Part of the 2023 N1 Victory Tournament. So we have one half of the GC Tag Team Champions, Saxon Huxley, team of Adam Brooks, Lance Inayawi, and Jack Morris, defeating the tough Masakimi and Yoshihiki Inamori, Doug Gamba, and Minova Soya, via Samoa Splash, 11 minutes and 17 seconds. Speaking of N1, two, four more people from this year's tournament, national champion Alhijo Didi Blackner Jr., team of Ghost Shosaki, defeating GC Heavyweight Champion Jiggly and Keno, via Strong Arm Larry on Keno, 16 minutes and 15 seconds. Six-man tag team action from the junior division. Junior has to go Ninja Mac and Amakuska. Defeating Junior Ray Chamber, Hayata Wright, Escorpion, and Dante Leon. 13 minutes and 29 seconds. In the main event, Katsuhiko Nakajima defeating Kento Miyahara. Fifth vertical spike, 34 minutes and 12 seconds. That was Pro Wrestling Noah. And then we will go to New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax. This is the first night. So this night here, this is A and B. So what they're doing for each night, it is each night they're doing two blocks. Each it, This year it's 32 men, eight men in each block. Moshi, it's two blocks of 10, 20 people all together. And Moshi, it's top two people, top person from each from A and B will meet in the finals, but this year they're doing top two from each block. They'll meet in the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So this night here, we kick it off with the A and B block. <clears throat> and by first standings, I'm only talking about for each not just about who what blocks are competing, not all overall. So opening match, we had a B block. IWGB Texas Champ Yoshihashi defeat El Fantasmo 10 minutes and 56 seconds via Crucifix Driver. And A block, we had Chase Owens. Defeating strong openweight tag champ Gabriel Kidd. The official bell time was 2 minutes and 55 seconds with package powder, but overall, I'd probably say that it was about at least 10 minutes, if I had to say. And then from B block, we had Tango Low defeating Kenta, 12 minutes and 46 seconds via Ape Ship. From A block, Shota Umino and Red Nare went to the 20 minute time limit draw. And but I forgot to mention this Moshi is 30 minutes, but this year it is 20, so both men get a point each. And from B block, never open weight six minute tag him because he's got Okada. He gets two points. He defeats Great Okan 15 minutes and 23 seconds via Rainmaker. A block, Kitu Kimia representing Pro Wrestling Noah. Defeating Yoda Suji 14 minutes and 48 seconds via Shine Wizard. And then champion first champion B block match. KOPW 2023 champ Taiji getting the upset when defeating United States champ Will Ospreay 17 minutes and 43 seconds via Black Minute. So. In the main event, non-title A block match, IWGB World Heavyweight Champion Sunak defeating Hikaleo 10 minutes and 16 seconds via deadfall. So standing from each block, so after night one, so first place from A block, IWGB World Champion Sunak, Kito Kimia, and Chase Owens tied with two points, one win, zero losses. Shota Umino ran Narita tied with one point each, no wins, no losses, and one draw. In last place, strong Opaway Tag Team Champion Gabriel Kid, Hikaleo, and Yujisuji have zero points, no wins, one loss. And from B Block, first place, KOPW 23 champ Taiji. Number Opoid 6 main tag champ Kasuchika Okada. IWGB tag champ Yoshihashi and Tango Law tied with two points, one win, zero losses. And last place, United Champ Will Osprey, Grail Khan, Elfin, Taswell, and Kenta have zero points, zero wins, one loss. So New Japan. And if we go to DDT's Road to Peter Pan Night 1. So we kick it off with Tag Team Match with Disasters Box. Extreme Champion Kazuchika Hara and Toru Washi defeat Yuzuki Okada and Yuni via Miracle One Shot Cradle 10 minutes and 21 seconds. Triple Threat Match with Yuki Ino defeat Akigo and Antonio Honda 7 minutes and 11 seconds. Six Man Titan Champion Yuki Ishida defeat Yoko Sakaguchi via count 9 minutes and 7 seconds. And a Six Man Titan False Count Awar Match with Burnings. Universal Champions to Energy Okayama and Yuya Koryoku. Defeating Harshima, Hitagi Okitani, Kazumi Sumi, Fia Front Neck Glock, 14 minutes and 50 seconds. 
Six-man tag match with Damn Nation TAs, KOD tag champ Tazuki Saki, and MJ Baltimore with Cannon. They defeat the Thursday and commit Yuki Ino and Toy Kojima and Takashi Master via arm assisted Copa Twist, 14 minutes and 9 seconds. And the main event, six-man tag team champion Katsushika Hayaguchi and the winner of the 2023 King of DDT tournament, Chris Brooks, defeating Omega's 040 champion Mahiko Oshi and KOD Openweight champion Yuji Ino via Praying Mantis Bomb, 14 minutes and 22 seconds. That's DDT. And then we go to night five of the Dragon Gate's King of Gate Tour. So we kick it off with six-man tag match with D. Courage and Hoho Loom defeating Yamato, Kichitora, and Kaito Nagano. 11 minutes and 19 seconds. Tag team match with Seabrats open a brave gate champion Ishin and Kai defeating Jason Lee and UT of Natural Vibes. So we have Death Pally on UT, six and a half minutes. Eight man tag team match with M3K, M3K and Ultimo Dragon defeat Gold Class and Ryo Tanaka for Yoko Suka Cutter on Tanaka. So, by the way, this is the first of two second round. We started the second round, sorry. So, the first up two on the show. Big Boss Mushu to be open to 20 game champion Yusu Shikana via shot put slam. Three minutes and 42 seconds. Tag to match with Shunsuka Walker and Hyo of Seabrats. Defeating Jackie Punk Command and Kazi of Natural Vice via Nico Tamahashi on Command. 12 minutes 56 seconds. And the final second round match on the show, Yuki Yoshioka defeating Dragon Kid via Frog Splash. 17 minutes and 28 seconds. So for the quarterfinals, so uh, Big Boss Mushu will meet Samushi Mushuki in the quarterfinals, and Yuki Yushioka will meet the winner of the Punch Tamanaga Kota Minoru match in the quarterfinals. So that was uh, Dragon Gate. And then we go to Impact Wrestling, Slammiversary. So uh, two matches on the pre-show. They were six-person tag match with Death Dolls, Courtney Rush, and Jessica. Team with Jody Threat defeating Jisha, Jai, Fidel, and Savannah Evans. Five minutes and 36 seconds. And the other pre-show match we had for the Digital Mantel, the challenger Kenny King defeating champion Joe Hendry, six minutes and nine seconds. So the main show started with the Ultimate X match for a shot at the X Division title. Kushi to be Alan Angels, Jonathan Gresham, Kevin Knight, Mike Bailey, and the return Jake Something. This was supposed to be a fail forward, but Jake Something was added last minute. For the knockout tag team titles, challengers Kiro Kelly and Master Slamovich defeating the champions to Coven, Kyle and Kane Taylor Wild. Nine minutes and four seconds to win the titles. Tag team match, we had the reunited Team Canada, Scott Demore and Eric Young, who was substituting for PCO, defeating Bully Ray and Diener, who was substituting for Nedra Steve Macklin, 11 minutes and 49 seconds. For the X Division title, the challenger Leo Rush defeating champion Chris Sabin to win the title at a minute 20. Fatal 4 match for the Impact World Tag Team titles. Subculture, Flashmore, Web from Mark Andrews, defeating Brian Myers, Moose, Sierra. Sammy Callan and Rishwan in the champions ABC, ASOS, and Chris Bay, 10 minutes and 36 seconds. Eddie Edwards defeating Frank Kassarian, 17 minutes and 43 seconds. For the knockout cell, Trinity, formerly known as Nightwing from WWE, defeating the champion Donald, Don, so, uh, wow, I can't talk to you guys, I apologize. Deanna Porrazo, 14 minutes and 25 seconds to win the title. And the even Alex Shelley retains the impact world title over Nick Aldis, 16 minutes and 31 seconds. And now we will go to, we will start with Collision, the second of three shows here. Well, this one and Battle of the Belts, and we're both on the same, but we'll start with Collision. So we open up uh, this week's episode of Collision with the best two out of three falls. I'm sorry, before that, my apologies. We got pre promos from FTR, Bull Club Gold, Will Nango, Riverdale, Ricky Sarsis, CM Punk. Talk about their matches. And now we go to the opening match. Two out of three falls match for the Ada World Tag Team Tiles. FTR, Dex Howard on Cash Wheeler. Defense against Bull Club Gold's Jay White and Juice Robinson. So match starts with both teams meet in the middle and jaw at each other. So Cash Wheeler and Drew Robinson end up pushing and shoving each other. And by the way, this this pretty much took up the first hour, just spoiler here. Let's try to get my notes on my notes just crashed here. So give me one sec.
There we go. Sorry. And then Wheeler got the better juice as we hit the pitcher and pitcher break. When we come back from pitcher and pitcher, Cash Wheeler gets a two count off a of body scissor attempt. So and so Cash falls by pressing Juice over his head, slamming him down, and Juice rolls to the floor. Dax Harwood tags it, rolls to the floor as Juice chops him twice. Once they get back in the ring, Dax hits Juice with a chop of his own. So he, and then he backs Juice in the car, following not more chops, but Juice ducks the third one, and Dax ducks one from Juice for a hit him with a third chop. Juice sends Harwood for the rose into the ring post. Jay White tags it, chops Dax multiple times, and puts the boots to him. Jay follows up with a DDT. Wheeler runs in and takes a DDT for Y as well. Then he hits a Death Valley Jar on Dax for a two count. Jay hits him with a flat liner. Then he puts Harwood down with a suplex, German suplex. And then goes for a cover. Wheeler broke up the pin. So Jude, sorry, Jay and Dax trade more chops. Dax caught White with a lariat, left both men down. Dax gets to his feet, but White catches him for an inside cradle for a two count. Dax roll up again for our two count. Wheeler tags it and FTR try to go for the big rig or shower machine, whatever you want to call it. But Juice shoves Wheeler in the hardwood and Dax crashes to the floor. Jade, sorry, White hits Wheeler with the Blade Runner to score the first uh, fall and out. So this first fall went 19 minutes and five seconds. I'll give my overall score after this match. So now we go to the second fall. <clears throat> Cash Wheeler is isolated by Bull Cup Goal coming out of the second commercial break. Wheeler does hit a Herkimer on White that makes a hot tag to Harwood. As Dax works over the challengers, and then he got a couple near falls off Juice. So Dax hits two German suplexes on Juice, and then Juice blocks the third. White runs in, and it got back body drop. Dax pushed you to Juice down with a brain buzzer for another two count. Dax went for the sharpshooter. Juice kicks him off. White checks in and suplexes Harwood into the core, and then Juice falls with a cannonball for a two count. White stood her up and chops him three times, but Dax comes back with two of his own. So, J so Jay White slaps him a couple times and then comes with an elbow that sends Dax to the floor. White brought Wheeler in the ring as Bullock Club Glow tried to go for a spike pile driver, but Dax takes out Juice and then hits a sunset flip as Wheeler hit White with a, sh with a shot that got a two count. Dax spoke to Wheeler in the car and Wheeler employs his guy for hitting Razor's Edge as Dax caught him with a neck break on the way down. Paying homage to uh, Razor Mobile with the Razor's Edge, by the way. Goes for the cover, but Jay kicks out at the last second. Wheeler sends White on the top turmoil in his corner and him as FTR far away several chops. Dax suplexes White, and then Wheeler goes for a splash off the top rope, but Jay puts his knees up. Juice leaves for another corner and splashes Dax. And then Juice puts White on top of Wheeler for a close two count. FTR hits the big rig on Juice to get the second fall, so the second... Overall time right now, we're at 39 minutes and 45 seconds, so we are tied 1-1. And then we come back for another commercial break, Wheeler and... <clears throat> excuse me. Juice for fighting ringside. Dax trying to go for a podger on the apron, but White counters into a back pod drop. Dax regroups and hoists up Jay White, who threw punches at his head. Dax hells him up, and both men tumble over the ringside barricade. Wheeler... Leans over the barricade check on Dax as Paul Turner calls for help. Couple trainers show up, but Dax goes back on his feet first. And then as him and White are trained chops, fruit punches on the floor behind the barricade. And then White suplexes Harwood on the concrete floor, which that looked painful. So Jay shoves the trainer away as FTR grabs White from inside the barricade and double suplex him back to the ringside area. Juice tries to go FTR, but they hit a double suplex to him on the floor. FTR returns while the referee counted, but Jay gets back at back in at 9 as Juice gave him a shot to get back in. Both teams were in the middle of the ring and then they start training punches. Wheeler suplexes Juice over the top row as they both crash to the floor. As we go to an another pitcher-in-pitcher -pitcher break, once we come back from that one, Ju sorry, White had Dax in a leg lock and then before he twos up the band in the car, paying off to Shawn Michaels, but he didn't follow up with the Sweet Jam music bar. So Dax takes him down with a sharpshooter. I'm oh, sorry, White put Dax in the charge. My apologies, getting the heat from the Calgary fans. And as Dax reached to the ropes to break up the pin. And by the way, I forgot to mention David Benoit was at ringside in the crowd for this whole show. So Dax regroups and plays Jay on the top turnbuckle facing the crowd. He went behind him and tried to hit a side suplex. As we hear the ring announcer Dash was saying, there's five minutes to this time limit. As by the way, this was an out. This was a one-hour match. So Jay suplexes Dax into a bridge for a two-count. 
So Jay tried to go for the Blade Runner, but Dax escapes Lux and another sharpshooter. Juice runs in and was tackled by Wheeler, who puts him in the sharpshooter of his home. So Juice grabs the hands of White to stop tapping out. FTO, FTR, let's go of the move. As Dax was holding his knee, he pulls his knee pad down with Juice tags and tries to go for a move, but Dax counters another sharpshooter. And he applies the pressure and Juice taps out. So FTR retains the one tag toss. Two to one at 58 minutes and three seconds. Holy shit, what a match this was. Honestly, this one beats their match last week. I give this one nine out of ten. I really enjoyed this match. FTR just put out bangers lately, but this this was great. So after the match, FTR extended their hands. Excuse me. Well, a couple of didn't originally accept it as we got shake their hands chant from the Calgary fans. Look like they're going to, but uh, Bulka Bull just left. And we get a video package of the Blood Guts match for AEW Dynamite. As we're free to be Pac and Kota Bushi being the final two matches of the teams. And then we go to our second match of the show. The first of two finals of the Omen Heart Cup. This is from the women's side. Ruby Zoho versus Will Nightingale. Zoho, the second year in a row. She is in the finals. Looks to come the 22nd ever Omen Heart Cup tournament. So Soho hits an early series of strikes, tries to go for a move, but Nightingale blocks it and suplexes her twice. And then... Oh, head first for, for two count. I was going to hit myself there. But Soho comes right back with a series of knees to the face. And then as she looks in the camera, so the trophy's going to go home with two of the outcasts. Then she comes with another two guys. We're going to pitcher and pitcher. We come back for break. Nightingale puts Soho up in a to her position, but Soho punches it. To get out of it, rolls up for a two count. Nightingale comes back with a single leg crab, paying homage to Lance Storm, but Soho gets to the ropes. Nightingale pulls spray paint from underneath the apron, but Soho gives it to her, and the referee took it away. So Ruby hits the no future for a two count. Soho grabs the can from the corner where the referee placed it. She tried to hit Willow with it, but she ducks it. So Nightingale hits the pounds and then falls up with the bay with the power bomb for the win. At nine minutes and eight seconds, I really enjoy this match. Will Nigo is your second ever uh, women's Owen Hart Cup winner. Ruby Soho, over it's why I seen I can't remember who posted this picture on Twitter. I do apologize for not for not remembering your Twitter handle, but this is the third tournament Ruby Soho has lost. The first one being lot last year's Owen Hart Cup, and then the TBS title tournament. No, sorry, TBS tournament, and then the on last year's on her, and then this year. So she's 0 3 in finals of tournaments. But congratulations to Will Nightingale for coming the 2023 Women's Own Heart Cup winner. And then after the match, Tony Khan came out, raised her hand before going backstage. And then we get highlights that Ricky starts defeating Powerhouse Hobbs uh, to, to get his spot in the finals. Then we go to Fudge, a Tony Shivani staying outside the locker room of Powerhouse Hobbs. QT, Marshawn, and Hardy Cameron into the room, and Shivani follows. QT try to apologize to Hobbs that there's no way he would intentionally cause him the tournament. QT recalls town Hobbs that is where is his bond. He has to need to find the biggest and baddest person in AEW and knock him out to perfect. Hobbs does him to QT to remember his word is his bond to close with that statement. And then we get <laughs> third match of the show. Trio's Two-thirds of the trio's champions, the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black, and Brody King. They go against Randy Myers and Atreema Spencer. I do apologize if I butcher his name, so I do apologize. So while I'm broke up the pen and tell Malachi Black, so Brody takes him out and throws him in the barricade. As we see Andrade Alito walk on the stage, so Malachi just drops him with the black mask for the quick win. At two minutes and fifty six seconds, honestly, this is not need to be on the show. Honestly, you should just look at three, the two finals and the that excellent two out three falls match. I'm gonna give this one four out of ten. Then after the words, after the words, sorry, after the match, Andre walks over, rings up at the referee, stop him as Malachi sits in the ring with his mask and taunts him. And then we go to our main event, the other uh, final of the Owen Hart Cup tournament. This time is from the men's side. CM Punk goes against Ricky Starks. Punk took Starks down and then Starks returns to favor. Starks trying to go for a hip toss. Punk 
but Punk counters it. That sends Starks to ringside. Punk helps the ropes up and encourages Ricky to return to the ring. And then starts to control and sends Punk to ringside. Then he does his pose and helps the ropes for Punk to taunt him. So Punk walks away from that side of the ring and crosses under the bottom rope. As Punk hit a fish drop and he falls over to Rash and Lexi for a two count. Starks punches Punk, runs the ropes, and got hit with a kick. Punk tries to start Punk slams Starks into the mat, went back to the ropes and single for the fish drop again. But Starks jumps up and pulls Punk off the ropes for a two count. At one count, sorry, as we're going to pitcher and pitcher. We come back for break. Punk avoids Dernio DT by shoving Starks off of him. Then Punk rolls him up for a two count. Starks reverses and got a two count of his own. So Punk catches with a high knee in the court, but Starks comes back with Dernio DT for a two count. Sparks. Starks goes to the top rope, elbow drop, but Punk moves out of the way, and Punk puts him down with a clothesline for a two-count of his own. Both men ran the ropes and collide with each other as they try both go for crossbody attempts. Starks caught Punk in the corner, sets up for a move, but Punk carries into a pile driver that got a two-and-a-half count. I actually thought that was going to be it. So Punk tried to put him away with the GTS, but Starks elbows his way out after Punk pulling his shoulders. Starks catch up with a spear, but Punk tumbles to the floor, so Ricky could not pin him. So he went to the floor, but Punk back in the ring. He runs the rope, spears Punk, but he rolls him into a, a guillotine choke, but Starks gets his foot on the bottom rope, so Punk puts Starks on the top rope, hits a hurricanrana, but Starks rolled through, they got a two count. They trade a pin attempt before Ricky uh, got one to stick while holding the middle rope to score the victory to win the 2023 Men's Owen Hard Cup Tournament at 19 minutes and 35 seconds. I enjoyed this match as well. I give this one 7 out of 10. And then after the match, I start for somebody's ring. And then before they went over the belt of belts, which I'll get to in a minute. But overall, this collision, episode 5, was really, really good. I know I said number, episode 4 was a lot, but honestly, episode 5 takes the number 1 spot. Honestly, check out all... I would just skip the um, the Brody King Malachi Black Tag matches. Honestly, it did not need to be on the show. Overall, I give this episode five collision a nine out of ten. If I I say check out the two out of three falls match and the two finals, that's the only three matches we're going to check it out. But that was AEW Collision. So now we will go to the other AEW show about the belt seven. So we could get, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. So we kick it off where Star Summers are as Punk looks shocked. Ricky went to the uh, stage where Juice and Thunder Lager holds a cup, but Starks just yanks it out of his hand and then just left. And then we go to our first title match of the show for the international title. Orange Cassie defends his latest Archer. Cassie goes after Archer, but Archer took uh, control. Tries to go for Blackout, but Cassie fought three. Spot free. So Archer drills him with a knee while Cassie was still holding the ropes. He tries to go blackout again, but Cassie puts him in a sleeper hole, but Archer escapes and puts Cassie down with a clothesline. Orange ends up at ringside and then does his super light kicks on Jake Roberts. And then Jake had his fists rolled up, but Cassie uh, motioned him to stop. Puts his hands in his pocket, so Archer goes after him from behind and sings him, swings him into the barricade. And then Archer tosses the security guard into the big barricade and then another... He went after a third security guard, but Cassie draw kicks him a couple times. He picks up security guard and slides it onto Archer. So he stacks two more security guards on top of Archer, who shows him off anyway and runs Cassie into the barricade. And so they went to a weird picture and pit. I don't know why that was weird, but anyway, Archer tried to go for a choke slam. Cassie slips away. Cassie ended up punching the back of Archer's leg. <clears throat> Archer grabs him by the throat, but Cassie kicks free. So Cassie. Super kicks Archer while he was on fours. Try to go for the orange punch, but Archer catches his fist and then punches him. Archer throws another punch and Cassie falls to the mat. And then Archer hits the black hole slam paint almost to Abyss for a two count. Cassie rolls to the upper, gives the thumbs up to Archer for falling to the floor by Jake Roberts. Archer distracts the referee. Jake tries to go for a DT, but Archer went to the rings and stopped him. So he holds up Cassie. Archer did, but Cassie slips away and kicks the knee of Archer. Then he Cassie mocks. Jake's is DD4. He DDT Archer on the floor. Both men fought on the apron while they counted. Cassie punches, but Archer just laughs. So Cassie was knocked him off the apron with a punch. He rolls back in the ring. Archer got counted out. 
So Orange Cash retains the international championship by count at 10 minutes and 17 seconds. Overall, not a bad opener. I just won 6 out of 10. And then we go to Tony Schiavone, who stands in the ring, introduces the acclaimed last caster and Bill Anthony Bowens, along with daddy-ass Billy Gum. So caster, I miss what he rapped, but I'm not even going to try. So they get in the ring, and then Caster's there accepting QTV's challenge regarding the Royal Rampage. And, and then Anthony Bowens, they had their announcement. Caster will be challenging House of Black for the trio's titles next Saturday on Collision in Trent, New Jersey. Anthony Bowens held Held the fans hope their sister fingers until the director get a shot of it. Caster said it was a great show on earth because everyone loves the acclaim. And then Shivani joins him in the post promo scissoring. So yeah, we're getting that trios match again. This time on collision next week. Then time for a second of three title matches. This time this is from the women's side. Tony Storm defends against Tyle Valkyrie. Tony sends Tyle to ringside early, falls her to the floor, and she throws her by the hair a couple to the mat a couple of times while Ruby's whole lads at Taya. And then Tony's draw at a couple of Taya's friends. We've got a pitcher, pitcher break. We come back, Taya toast control, but we seen that screw. Oh, I've I seen a lot of people having issues. I I did too. Ben, so when he came back for break, we saw a portion of Julie Hargan went over Bailey Hall last week. And we go back to range for E-Rec, Bonnie, who was substituted for Kevin Kelly because he's in Japan for G1. And not to against. And then they said there were. Uh, there was really bad weather in Calgary. That's why there was a satellite interruption. But we did find out later at the end of the show, they show highlights that Tony Storm retains by Storm Zero after Ruby's old uh, punch tie So honestly, I'm not going to give this match a rating just because we only got half of it. And then with the technical issues and initial highlights, so I'm not going to bother. But Storm does get the win <clears throat> at 11 minutes, 16 seconds. But honestly, I'm not going to give a rating just for half a match. So, but I wouldn't mind these two actually running it back, honestly. So, and then we see Tony Schiavone again. This time he introduces the 2023 Owen Hart Cup winners from the men's side, Ricky Starks, and from the women's side, Will Nightingale. And then Shivani introduces Tony Khan and Dr. Dr. Martha Hurt. So Martha went on the podium on the stage. It is great to be here with Tony Khan, her family, and the Owen Hart Foundation community members. Now they were in Calgary, which is the hometown of the late great Owen Hart in the foundation. She thanked Chris Jericho, Jeff Jarrett, and her children, Oge and Athena, for her support, for their support. Martha spoke of AW coming to Calgary for the first time and tied the Calgary Stampede. She'll talk about how they're steps away from where also was Drew Hart Stampede Wrestling. And said Owen was like his father, that he was an amazing person and a very good man. Martha congrats both Will and Starks says oh, represent the kingdom of Owen Hart. <clears throat> and then she holds up the arms of both people, hold up title belts for winning the tournament. And then we go to our, main, our final title match of the show for the TNT title. Luchasaurus defensive TNT targets Sean Spears. We see backstage on a moderate Scorpius guy was watching. And they did announce during the Maven that Tony Storm did win, by the way, as well. And then the match will be available on the TNT app or for any Canadians TSN app after the show was over. Spears went for a springboard move, but Luchasaurus punched him in the head. So we go to pitcher and pitcher. Spears sends Luchasaurus to the floor as Sean searched in Christian Cage around the ring, but Luchasaurus ended up chokeslamming Spears in the timekeeper's area, drags him back to ringside, and tosses him in the ring. Luchasaurus returns to ring, grabs Spears by the throat, but Spears fell to his knees, rolls him up for a two-count. Luchasaurus chokes on Spears for a two-count of his own. Cage grabs a chair with Christian uh, Spears brought in the ring wedge in the corner. Luchasaurus charges at Spears, but he moves, so causing Luchasaurus crash into the chair. He rolls him up again for a two-count. Chairs go for C4, but was stranded by Christian. Luchasaurus clotheslines Spears, clotheslines the back of Spears' head for the win at 9 minutes and 12 seconds. Not a bad uh, made event match. I just want 5 out of 10. And then after the match, Luchasaurus places Christian on his shoulders and he yells with TNT Toe. And like I said, they ended, they showed the highlights of the ending of the women's title match, which I retouched during the women's title portion. But over about the belts, I mean, it was all right. I'd give, if I had to pick a match, I'd probably... If we didn't have that uh, technical issue, I'd probably say women's title match, but Honestly, I would just say this is honestly a pretty skippable show, if I'm being honest. 
but that was AEW Bell of the Belt. And then we will close out this week's show with today's show is Sunday, July 16th. So we will kick it off with New Japan's G1 Climax Day 2. This is from the, this is the opening days of Block C and D. So we kick it off with a champion first champ match. Never openweight champion David Finley defend. Never openweight six man tag team. Tamaro, Tamahiro EG 15 minutes 54 seconds into oblivion. Second match from D Block, IWGP Tag Team Champion Rocky Goto <clears throat> defeating Toriano, 6 minutes and 44 seconds for GTR. From C Block, Mikey Nichols defeating Aaron Hanari, 12 minutes and 21 seconds for Master Blaster. From D Block, Shane Hayes defeating Strong Opoi Tag Team Alex Coughlin, 10 minutes and 55 seconds Death Valley Bomb. From C Block, Strong Opoi Champion Eddie Kingston defeating Shingo Takaki, 12 minutes and 56 seconds for Northern Lights Bomb. From D-Block, Champion First Champion, Television Champion, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Champion, Hiroshi Donahashi, 16 minutes and 9 seconds via roll-up. Final C-Block match of the night. Evil defeating Tomatonga, 17 minutes and 34 seconds via Evil. Everything is evil in the main event from D-Block. Jeff Cobb defeating Tuzia Nile, 14 minutes and 20 seconds via Tour of the Island. So, standings from C and D-Block. First place from C so for C block, first place, number openweight champion David Finley, Mikey Nichols, strong openweight champion Eddie Kingston, and Evil all have two points, one win, zero losses. <clears throat> and last place, number openweight six man tag team champions, Timur Ishii, and number openweight six man tag team, Timur Ishii, Aaron Hanari, Shingo Takagi, and Tama Tunga all have zero points, one loss, zero wins. And from D-Block, first place, never IWGB Tag Team Hiroki Goto, Shane Hayes, Television Chief Sex Virginia, and Jeff Cobb all have two points, one win, zero losses. In last place, Toriano, Strong Opoi Tag Team Alex Coughlin, Never Opoi Six Man Tag Team Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Tusia Naito all have zero points, zero wins, one loss. So that was G1. And it would go to Tokyo Princess Cup Day 2 from Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. So we kick it off with... Actually, we end up defeating Rita Okabai via Camel Clutch, 5 minutes and 6 seconds. And 6 women tied to match with Palm Harajuku, Yuri Niko, and Hamurara defeating Hikari Noah, Shino Suzuki, and Haru Kachizero via Palm D. Justice, 9 minutes and 10 seconds. Tied to match with Princess and Princess Champ Masuki and Hyper Masao defeating Waka, Yurihira, and Toga via Chicken Wing Facelock, 10 minutes and 25 seconds. Eight woman tag team match with Mayu Yamashista, Mayu Miyu Watanabe, Yuki Kamafugu, and Mahara Koriku defeat Yuki Ino, Nayo Ketayuta, Moka Mayamoto, and Kayatora Bami. Via Famous for 10 minutes 16 seconds. Two more first round matches. The first one, Shoko Nakajima defeating Susume via Locomotion Norlight Suplex. 13 minutes 52 seconds in the main event, non title. International Princess Champ. Rika Tatsuzumi defeat Raku via White Dragon Sleeper, 10 minutes and 37 seconds. So Tatsuzumi will meet Nakajima in the quarterfinals. So it's Toki Joshi uh, Cup Day 2. And then we go to DDT Pro Wrestling's uh, Gorgeous Night. So we kick it over with Tactic Match with Saki Age and Hidagi Okitani of Eruption. Defeat Extreme Champion Kazuki Hara and Yuni via Norlight Suplex, 8 minutes and 2 seconds. And a fatal four match, Yuki Ino defeat Yuki Yuino, Akiko and Kajima Sumi, via Phone Nelson Giant Swing Baba Bomb Reverse Daisy Hole, eight minutes and forty one seconds. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, six man tight with Damnation TA defeat Burning's Yusuke Okada and Yoa Koryoku and Toy Kojima, who was teaming with Burning by submission via cross base, ten minutes eleven seconds. Tag team match with Burning's Universal Champion Tsuya Endo Jun Akiyama, defeating six man tag teams Harumaru, Katsusha Haiguchi, and Yuki Ashida via rotating Torjurak Bomb, 10 minutes and 46 seconds. Tag team match with Omega, defeating 2023 King of DDT winner Chris Brooks and Takashi Master via Fucking Bomb, 11 minutes and 31 seconds. In the main event, six man tag team match with Gorgeous Misano, Harjima, and Yuki Sakaguchi, defeating Toro Washi, Densuke Dino, and Tony Honda. Via gorgeous superstar Abo, 19 minutes and 44 seconds. So it's DDT. And then we will go to All Japan Pro Wrestling's Summer Action Series Day 2. So we kick it off with one third of the All Japan Pro Wrestling six man tag team champions. So we'll go to a more defeat Koki 
Koki Ishikawa, Fiat Axe Bomber, 8 minutes and 22 seconds. Yuma inside right anyway, defeating Fudumers, Kono, and Tashio. 10 minutes and 3 seconds for Gaman Shobat on Tashido. More tag team action this time. It is I go blank. It's Satoshi Kojima defeat all Asian tag team Yoshitatsu in all Japan Pro Wrestling. TV six minute tag team by Minorense. Feet Desert Eagle and Minorense, nine minutes and 50 seconds. Hikaru Saito and Hidaki Suzuki defeating Gunner and Zerk Raikihana and Kosei Saito in 10 minutes via double arm suplex. And eight man tag team between one half of the world tag team James Kenta May Hero, Timo Suji Ishikawa, Rising Hayato Ren Abe. Defeat Minoru Suzuki, Hokuto Amori, Noraki Doi, Naoki Tensaki, via piercing jumping elbow on Mayor 13 minutes and 50 seconds. And then for the UN tag team titles, the challengers, Suwama and Dan Tamara of Evolution, defeating the champions, the Oagi brothers, Yuma Oage, who is the currently all Japan Pro Rising World Tag Team and Triple Ground Heavyweight Champions, and Asaki Oage, 20 minutes and 31 seconds via Lashra and Yuma. So that was all Japan Pro Wrestling. And then we go to Big Japan Pro Wrestling show in Cork and Hall, Tokyo, Japan. So we kick it off with one half of the Big Japan Tag Team Champions, Takoa Nomura, teaming with Soki Nago, defeating one third of the Yokohama Shopping Six Man Tag Champs, Hidoshi Kamatani and Yoki Toiku, nine minutes and 58 seconds via armbar. More tag team match with Kanako Hashino and Masawa Takahashi, defeating Ryo Tohama and Andy Wu, eight minutes, sorry, Ryo and Hama and Andy Wu defeating Kankora Hashino and Masai Takahashi 8 minutes and 20 seconds via Okedo Press and a barbed wire six-man tag team match Raiju Ito, Yuki Yamato and Ishima Kodaka defeating Mahashi Taka, Takami Tatsuyaka Moto and Yokohama Shopping six-man tag team champion Kajimi Kitiyuta via Dragon Kit 10 minutes and 5 seconds more time to actually decide it's Tasaki Sakimoto and Damachi. So losing to Daishi Hashimo and Tristan Archer, 14 minutes and 27 seconds with Krupp Dita. And then six minute tag team match, we had Junior with Jim Kaji Tomato, Tatsuhiko Yoshino, and Kota Sekifuda defeat Big Japan tag team Jim Freeman Abe, Kazuki Hashimoto, and Jinchiro Shoki, 14 minutes and 33. Oh, I apologize. I got that mixed up. Wow. I'm. Got these mixed out. I do apologize. So, big Japan tag team, Fermi Abe, Kasiko Hashimoto, and Chahiro Shoki defeating Junior World Champion Kaji Tomato, Tatsuhiko Yoshino, and Kota Sigifuda. 14 minutes and 33 seconds for Florication. And our first of two uh, title matches on the show. First one for the World Strong Heavyweight title, the champ Yua Oyagi, defeating Yetsufumi. Nakayino, Fiat Tiger Suplex, 18 minutes and 53 seconds to retain the title. In the main for the Deathmatch Heavyweight title, this is a light tube four stage and W Tower Deathmatch. The challenger, Yokohama Shopping Street, six man tagging, Yuki Ishikawa, defeating the champion, Abdullah Kabashi, 16 minutes and 16 seconds via Osra Effect. So that's Big Japan. And then we go to Dragon Gate. Uh, King of Gate. Excuse me. This is Night 6, I believe. I'm correct. Yes, Night 6. Okay. So we have Gold Classes, Open and Triangle Gate Champions, Kota Minor and Minior. Team of BB Hulk, defeating Seeper, losing the Seeper as a Shunskawaker Kai, Open and Brave Gate Champion, Ishin, via Kogma style, choking on Minior. 9 minutes and 44 seconds. Open and Twin Gate Champion, Shimushin, Mushuki, defeating Kogama Ishikawa in 36 seconds. So they had a rematch, the exact same assault, 8 minutes and 9 seconds at Fiat Argentine Backbreaker. And 6 minutes at with D. Kurgis, Yuki Yoshikawa, and Dragon D. Team with Shihiko Boy, defeating Yamato, Jinky Horaguchi, and Cage Tour, 8 minutes 7 seconds via DTDT on Horaguchi. And then more 8 minute tag to match. Uh, eight man tag team match. We had <clears throat> Natural Fries, Big Bosch, Mushu, Jason Lee, UT Jack, Fun Kame, defeating the Dragons, Ultimate Dragon, Dragon Kid, and M3K's Open the Twin Kid Champion, Yushi Kanda, and Misaki Moshuki. 10 minutes and 5 seconds via Slam on Kanda. And then our first of two second round matches on the show. First one, Hayo defeating Kaizen. Kazi, 12 minutes and 4 seconds. So he will meet Dragon Dia in the quarterfinals. And non title second round match. 
Open a Dragon Chip Madoka Katie Yota defeating Takashi Yoshida. 15 minutes and one says via Rolling Lariat. And then close with this week's show, we will end it with stardom. So we kick it off with New Blood Tag Champ Starlight Kid defeat Mobile Congo and Hanako. Six minutes and thirty-six seconds. Stars Kokomon Hidden defeat Mesa and Mayo Amasaki via Blockbuster. Eight minutes and fifty-seven seconds. My God, Suzuki defeat Cosmic Angels World All-Star Champion Tam Nakano and Yuya Misamori via Michinoku Driver. Ten minutes and thirty-six seconds. Six-one tag team match with Oitai's Natsuhiko Toru, Momotaro Ruka defeat Queen Quest Selma Kamatani, assuming Lady C. Eight minutes and fifty-two seconds via Italian Nashi Driver on Lady C. Six one tied to a club fiends God Star James Mayor Share Color Mari May. Tio Waka Tutsuyama defeating stars Audio GP Woman Shape Mayatani. Hasuki inside Ida. 14 minutes and 14 seconds via Aussie Suplex. And the main event, non-titled six woman tied to action. We had our star chance Barbara Barbara Bombers. Julia May Sagra and Tekla. Defeating God's eyes. Wonder our star champion Mirai. Emma Sori and high speed James Saki Kashima. 15 minutes and 26 seconds via Glorious Driver. And that is the show, guys, this week. I'm your host, Ethan Black. I'll be back on Friday to tell the shows from Monday for Thursday. And keep it on the Above the Ring uh, YouTube channel where I'll be talking about G1 stuff as well. So have a good week, guys, and stay safe.